everyone. Welcome to another episode of AI Buzz. My name is Nick. Thank you for tuning in again. I have some really exciting things to talk about today. The world of AI, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. First up, talk about how AI, computer vision, can spot if you're confused or nervous. Talk about a really cool machine learning startup called OctoML. They are doing some really awesome things, getting some seed funding, and they truly have a dream team of researchers that they have put together. Lastly, how uh, machine learning is being applied to the sports prediction space. This is really a cool area and a really cool company that I'll talk about that's uh, doing that. But first up, we have story about computer vision. So you're probably familiar with uh, AI technology that can essentially read your face. Uh, the newest iPhone has a facial recognition feature that you can use to unlock it. And um, it's amazing, honestly. I, you know, people are already pretty uh, complacent with it and used to it. And, you know, just like, meh, whatever can read our face and see if it's really who we are. Every single photo that you take with a cell phone is, is very different. So the algorithm needs to be able to pick out the key features in your face that are unique to only you, and then uh, be able to turn that around and, and do it really fast. The, the facial unlock feature is actually a very quick process. So putting all those factors together, it's a pretty uh, cool piece of technology. When you talk about artificial intelligence, <clears throat> you know, computer vision, it still seems very robotic. You know, the, the, the model is comparing bits and ones and zeros, and it's trying to see if you're really you, uh, but doesn't know anything about you. It can't know anything about you. It certainly can't really understand you. Well, it's a lot better than you might think, and this uh, space is really being worked on heavily, trying to determine people's emotions from video. And some new research coming today out of Fujitsu Laboratories uh, has made some really nice breakthroughs in terms of uh, identifying emotions from uh, videos. So essentially what the the model does is it's looking at your face and it's as the footage plays out it is looking for key features on your face through the micro expressions that you're making. Um, so you have 43 muscles in your face and each emotion there's a very unique combination of those uh, that we display and sometimes I feel like they aren't even really recognizable to us humans but some combination of these uh, you know these different muscles moving results in different facial expressions and thus kind of displaying our emotions visually so Fujitsu Laboratories they have identified in some new work that they can find action what they call action units from someone's face and my understanding is that these are essentially 
composite features uh, from people's faces. So it's kind of, instead of finding one, so say, um, let's see, yeah, that's not a good track for me to go down. It's instead of, think of, I always like to think of a spreadsheet. Um, so instead, so say, say each row of the spreadsheet is a new person's face and each column of the spreadsheet represents the uh, pixel intensity at a certain uh, point on the image. And this will be a, a grayscale image. There'll just be different intensities of uh, white or black depending on the pixel value. And instead of looking at just one column, one feature in that spreadsheet, you're essentially going to be looking at a composite of those different features. So you're kind of creating a new feature. This is called feature engineering. When instead of just looking at uh, one feature, you're able to create a new entirely, an entirely new feature that's made up of existing features. So that's feature engineering. And that's extremely important for machine learning. Fujitsu Laboratories did this. They call them action units. Never heard that term before. But they've identified action units for cheek raising and another action unit for lip corner puller. And the combination of the cheek raising action unit and the lip corner puller action unit show that the person is happy. So that's a really interesting story, how they've identified these, these uh, composite features and especially their naming of these composite features. I mean, cheek raising action unit, that's, that's pretty awesome. So they ended up being able to do it pretty well. Um, they're able to predict emotions with an accuracy as high as um, 81%, which is just remarkable. And it, it's comparable to some of the other uh, you know, research R&D labs from Microsoft. Microsoft's model and kind of test conditions were quite a bit different. So they they had lower accuracy, but I'm not even sure that you can really compare them because they're they're trying to predict kind of different things. They're still trying to predict emotions, but the number of classes that they're trying to predict from the from the set of emotions uh, was different. So accuracies can't be directly compared, but Microsoft previously reported um, they can predict at like 60% accuracy. Um, people's different emotions from video footage. So this is a really interesting area of research and has a lot of good applications too. You know, if if um, this type of technology is applied in classrooms, you can see if uh, students are understanding the lesson or if they're seeming confused or, uh, you know, need additional guidance, that type of thing. Could also really help out people um, who have been diagnosed to be on the autism spectrum, you know, if, if you can have one of these tools that can essentially tell, tell them what emotion other people are feeling, you know, they can, um, they know how to maybe more appropriately respond to certain things. So ton of applications for this. I think it's really going to be, um, attractive to people in the marketing field as well. Um, kind of see, uh, how try to, show someone an ad and then 
read their expression with um, a computer vision algorithm like this. See how people really feel. And then, of course, probably take a survey of how they feel and all that too. But just really excited to see where this type of technology can go. And I think it's some good work from Fujitsu Laboratories. Uh, keep you posted on this. OctoML. This is a new company I heard about. They are a machine learning startup, and they have raised $3.9 million recently uh, to develop their new tech, which I'll talk about. They have an all-star team. This startup, I could not believe some of the people that they had recruited for this thing. The investors are probably just like writing checks blindly for these guys because it was it was insane the experience on this on this team is just it's nuts so they they have they have a guy who who like just sold uh one of his startups to i think it was microsoft um and they have they have two people who are finishing up their phds one one's finishing up his phd and is going right from his phd to joining the carnegie mellon uh faculty so that's pretty ridiculous because usually you would do a postdoc before joining faculty. He just completely skipped that. Anyways, this team is incredible. Let's talk about the tech. So typically deep learning is done by these huge tech corporations. These corporations have extensive resources, as you know. They can afford to pay for some some huge compute power they they you know some of them have their own their very own cloud infrastructure that they can of course utilize for deep learning and stuff you know but in the future in the future of the internet of things not everyone is going to have access to this type of compute power and there's some people say there'll be so much data coming in from all these Internet of Thing sensors, smart fridges, smart toasters, that type of thing, that it's going to be really inefficient to be sending that data, you know, from the sensor all the way back to the cloud and then all the way back again. So the conversation about doing on-device machine learning is is really taking fire and that's what these guys focus on they uh trying to bring this software called apache tvm and what this does is it compiles deep learning models and then uh, can then deploy them so they're trying to bring that to some of the uh kind of the edge use cases kind of these uh you know, devices and, and pieces of hardware that no one really thought about um, applying, you know, Apache 2, deep learning software 2. But that's really where uh, machine learning is trying to go, is be, being able to do a lot of stuff on device, not even needing to connect to the cloud, because you can just do it right on device. So really excited to see where OctoML uh, goes in the coming years. Again, 3.9 million in seed funding, and I doubt that will be the last uh, funding round that they are able to get because <clears throat> it's an all-star team. Apache TVM hopefully going to be available um, 
and they'll be able to successfully deploy on on a lot of these edge devices and you know make the future really awesome in terms of doing on-device machine learning. Last up, I'm going to talk about one of the coolest kind of different ideas for generating input data into a machine learning model. This story is going to be about how machine learning can predict uh, sports games. So this is a really hot topic. Everyone wants to use machine learning to get a leg up when they bet with their friends. They can crunch all this data into a model and have it spit out the winner of the horse race or the NBA finals or the World Cup or all of the above. And, you know, that's partly true. Like the amount of data that you're able to collect from these um, these sports games obviously will not hurt as long as you are able to scale it and kind of let a deep learning model uh, pick through it and find out find out what's important and ignore the rest. This story in particular is going to be about the MLB playoffs 2019 and a company called Unanimous AI. They have kind of gained some notoriety in the machine learning space because in the past they have been able to correctly guess 11 of the 15 Academy Award winners in 2016. So 11 out of uh, 11 out of the 15 that's uh that's pretty good. This is kind of their first break into the, the public eye. Then the next year they accurately predicted the top 4 winners of the Kentucky Derby. That's more impressive. Now they're applying an even more improved technique to the MLB playoffs. So what's different about Unanimous is they aren't trying to just crunch as much data as they can find into this into a deep learning model and they're really trying to go about this in a different innovative way so the founder even says that he he says they're different he says they're different than other machine learning startups so he's he's not trying to replace people he's not trying to replace people's intuition with a really complicated model and just remove humans entirely from decision-making process. He's instead trying to incorporate humans as an integral part into the model. So he states people have the intuition, context, and insights into data, and that can really inform the model uh, in terms of performing better. And getting around... Uh, you know, getting getting around the human aspect. If you can get around the human aspect, then you're pretty close to uh, achieving some sort of artificial general intelligence. If you can gather your own data and then do the analysis, and that's kind of a Skynet scenario. So there's there's absolutely a human aspect to deep learning now. And instead of trying to ignore that and eliminate humans, he's he's trying to Put them into that whole flow. So how this how this works, how they incorporate humans into this is they 
put together 50 very serious baseball fans on this, what they call the Swarm AI platform. So this is a product they use, and it's kind of a lot like a web poll, except how it's different is they'll be shown a, uh, a certain game. All 50 of them will be shown this game at once, and then they collectively have to move a, a cursor towards uh, what they think is the right answer. So, in, so not only is this kind of polling what they think is the right answer, it also polls their conviction towards that answer. So if the question goes live and the cursor whips to the you know a certain uh, outcome, they say, oh, wow, the super fans are pretty uh, sure about that. And uh, vice versa, you know, if the, the mouse is getting fought around, then there's a lot of uncertainty amongst the super fans. So this is really key information to have for a model, and it can really improve model performance, as they've shown. They they really have just been crushing it with, uh, you know, these past few headlines that they've they've had, and... You know, instead of trying to eliminate humans from the process, he's embracing them, which is fantastic. And yeah, I can't wait to see where um, unanimous AI goes and how it actually ends up doing in terms of the predictions that it's made for the the MLD, MLB playoffs. Right now, it's against the uh, Nationals versus the Astros. The Astros are up 2-0, to zero, so we will see how that ends up. That's about all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's another episode of AI Buzz. I'll be back soon. My name is Nick, and bye!